The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, welcome everyone to Friends in Recovery podcast. We're broadcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I'm Mike Miles. Rich Lombardi. We're happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff and... Uh, Jeff and Ed couldn't be here today. They're, on, uh, they're somewhere on a road yeah, yeah. somewhere. But uh, just real quick, we can be reached at uh, <laughs> help at, at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. We can reach us by telephone, 1-800-989-6504 or www.friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Also look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like us and subscribe. We would like to thank Genesis House for sponsoring Friends of Recovery Podcast, as they do every week. And we are so fortunate yep. to have them. They're a class organization, and believe me, they care and they provide great services. Now back to Studio 21 Podcast Cafe and our show. And who's on the phone, Rich? I think we got Ed on the phone. Ed, are you on there? Can't get rid of that guy. Hey, guys. How's it going, everybody? Good, good. Jeff's with me, too. Oh, so hi, Jeff. Jeff. Where, where are you guys? Are you guys um, up in Montreal or something? Where are you? <laughs> well, we're not far from Canada, but Ed and I actually went to Minnesota, and we presented oh. at the Minnesota Women's Police Association annual conference, and they were interested in having us speak on police women who have issues with trauma and alcoholism. So we did a whole uh, half a morning workshop for them, and it was actually a great hit. And it was. We were very successful, and... Ed is actually driving me to the airport to fly back to Boston. I'm uh, taking Jeff Blue back. And then tomorrow I'm presenting at the New England Narcotics Office's annual meeting in Newport on the same subject, as it turns out. Yeah. So uh, we do a lot of work with law enforcement, people with substance abuse disorders. And as you know, Mike, it's you know somewhat prevalent. And as you know, Rich, in corrections yep. and law enforcement, it's uh, a big problem due to all this stress and trauma. And, and guys, you know, we, we really missed the show. We really missed being there. So um, we, I spoke to Mike, and Mike said, yeah, come on on. We'll, we'll do a quick phone call and just so we could say hello. And, uh, you know, this, this, it's like being home when, when, we're, when all three of us, and you too, Rich, we're, when all four of us talk. So yeah, well, thank we miss you, you guys. Thank and, you. Well, be yeah, good. and we're uh, in the lovely state of Minnesota right now. Yeah, so. it's a great, uh, great yeah. state. A lot of uh, wonderful recovery there. You got uh, – yeah, lots and lots of wonderful recovery there. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hazleton, is yeah. that what yeah. Hazleton's, Hazleton's there? Hazleton, and, uh, yep. And uh, Mary Tyler Moore, yeah. I think she. Give a shout out to the Pacifica meeting on Thursday night downtown. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll be there Thursday night. <laughs> oh, head over to that meeting, Ed. It's a great meeting. It's a Pacific group. It's uh, come. It's out of California. Mm-hmm. It's a great meeting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, absolutely. So, but guys, we just want to thank you. We'll, we'll, um, I got to get Jeff to the airport and we want to just kind of be part of the team and, uh, 
we'll uh, we'll we'll sign off for now. Thanks, everybody. All right, Thanks, safe travels. We'll see you. Have, yeah, have a great show, guys. All right. Safe travels. Awesome. See you, Jeff. See you, Red. Good to hear for those yeah, guys. Yeah, it was good hearing. Yeah, good yeah. Hearing. yeah we, we have a lot of fun, and uh, they do a lot of good work. You know, I think doing this type of work, Rich, and as you know, uh, you know, it's, it can be tedious. It can be stressful. It can be, you know, it, it can be dangerous sometimes. Yes, you know? yes. It's, um, you know, there's blessings and the curses, right? The blessings is sure. uh, that we're able to help people, and uh, unfortunately, sometimes uh, we're not. Yeah, yeah, you get those you phone know? calls where people yeah. have... Uh, succumbed or suicide or, yeah. you know, uh, just in a bad way. And, and all of a sudden, whatever you're doing, you know, you have to stop and you have to get in that, that mode and, and, and off you go. It's uh, very difficult sometimes. Yeah, and unfortunately or fortunately, I guess we're going to talk about a difficult situation we tonight. Are. Yeah. Uh, what do you got with you? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about the opioid crisis. Uh, I know, obviously, that's in the news these days. and. You know, I was thinking as just before we came on, um, you know, I've been I've been doing this uh, now since uh, 2005. And, um, you know, it seems as though uh, it's always like up and down, kind of like the disease, you know, it progresses. Sure, sure. Uh, sometimes we're a little proactive and then un un unfortunately, sometimes we're maybe a little reactive, right. you know, because uh, it does come down to sometimes the funds. Well, you know? it's, 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 it's such a coincidence that we are talking about this. I spoke to a state representative from uh, Lowell. His name is Thomas Golden, and uh, he was uh, he was way ahead of uh, way ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing he's been doing this. When I say doing this, trying to help people with with addiction, but specifically the uh, the opioid, for about ten years. I mean, oh, nice. honestly, well, well, you know, Lowell's a city that uh, there's been problems forever. He he was responsible for opening a, uh, a detox that was closed, reopening or having a reopening. Yeah, yeah. I spoke to him on the phone. He was going to be a guest today, but as a result of all the stuff that was going on, we. Kind of got our wires crossed, my yeah. era. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really good to have somebody because I, I know they're, they're making improvements. I know the statistics are going down, but the statistics are so high that it's just a, it's, it's like a, 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 little, a little pebble being thrown into, the, into a lake, you know? It's just yeah. It doesn't mean much. So this, uh, so this afternoon, I uh, tried to do a little research. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a big numbers guy or whatever, but I right. tried to do a little research today, and I went into the National Institute on Drug Abuse. Mm -hmm. uh, so... You know, if you're struggling with addiction or if you have a family member or a son or a daughter or a husband or a wife or, you know, whatever, uh, and you're not quite sure, uh, you know, what's really going on or how to, like, approach these type of things, there's so much, so much information on the Internet now. And uh, basically you just find a little bit about everything, kind of educate yourself. And then, uh, you know, like I do, all, you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time, and I continually educate myself. You certainly do. You know, because you can't know it all. I mean, you can't know no. it all, right? No, you never can. Uh, and so I, I as doing my research, uh, every day right now, since this is of March uh, 2018, um, 115 people a day die in the United States of uh, opioid, uh, overdosing on opioids. I mean, if you times that times 365 days, I mean, it's un it's just it's awesome. just it awesome. seems like it's like unstoppable. And what was the date on that? What was this the is a, as of March? March of this year. Yeah, from National Institute on the Drug Abuse, wow. uh, and then I did a you know, and so we've seen a lot from the uh, from the current administration, mm -hmm. uh, you know, trying to step up a little bit, Absolutely. you know, and I know uh, you know everybody has their thoughts and opinions and this that and the yeah. other thing. But uh, we got to put that aside, gotta right? Put politics aside. Principles before personalities, Absolutely. Absolutely. and uh, you know those are some of the things that I've learned in an, uh, in Absolutely. recovery. Absolutely. You know, uh, to accept other people's opinions and their thought processes. I don't always have to agree, nope. but um, anyway. So 
uh, the Trump administration right now is committed to bringing everything the federal government has to bear on the health emergency. And so they've, they've considered this an emergency, a health absolutely, emergency, absolutely. which, you know, 115 people a day. Yeah, I mean, emergency. and uh, it, it's not really, uh, it's heroin, but uh, really now it's uh, uh, drugs. fentanyl, uh, and the prescriptions. Fentanyl is awful. Oh, it's, it's just it's terrible. Hard. It's just terrible. Um, so uh, we've identified, they, they identified five specific strategies, which, uh, you know, I mean, improving access to treatment and recovery services, right? We all know there's not enough beds, right? There's not, you know, and so everybody's always fighting to get into the place. Um, promoting the use of overdosing drugs. So I'd like to talk a little bit about this today. This is Narcan. This is a nasal spray. It's a four milligram nasal spray. It comes in a twin pack. Um, and if you have a family member, don't be embarrassed, don't be shy, because um, these, these can save your save life. Yeah, these can save your Absolutely. life. Um, it comes with the full directions on the pack. Um, and as you see, it's very simple to use. Yep. Basically, you just pop it open, you take the cap off, you put it in the nostril, give it a shot, give it a shot yep. and uh, it uh, reverses the effects. It certainly does. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes with the fentanyl, uh, you need more than one, yep. sometimes two or three. But you get on the phone. Call the ambulance. Call the proper people. By the time they get there, you know, basically we're just trying to trying to get them to keep the next level. Alive. Yeah, That's keep right. them alive That's right. and get to the That's next right. level. And uh, these are available at any health center uh, throughout Massachusetts, yep. throughout New Hampshire, through most of the states now. You can go to the drugstore. Yep. You can tell them uh, you'd like to do it. You do have to show an ID and yep. sign a piece of paper, but there's no. Uh, they don't tell Absolutely. the authorities right. or anything like that. And um, and so. Um, just another wonderful thing sure. here. So, and these are available. I mean, right. all over the place. Now. I have a twin pack in my car. You know, I've had it. Yeah, I carry them everywhere yeah, I go yeah, now. Absolutely. Even though I'm, you know, I'm in recovery. I don't shoot heroin, but and I'm not do, using any drugs today. But you know, I go to a lot of uh, different events. I go to a lot of different functions. You can make and, a difference. Yeah, you just never know. Right place at the right time. A lot of uh, unfortunately, uh, people overdose in McDonald's and the bathrooms. Uh, you know, on the side of the road. Yep. Matter of fact, I saw a video uh, last night. Um, you know, some guy videotaped a couple of people overdosing yeah. on online and kind of made fun of it, like oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. embarrassing the people. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, I just it's just it's yeah. just sad. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we want to uh, educate, so strengthening the understanding of the epidemic through the public health surveillance. So now we have all these different health places. Um, they're actually keeping uh, mm -hmm. documents now. They're documenting all this stuff. Statistics. So they can, yeah, yeah, get the mm -hmm. statistics and, uh, you know, have a real mm -hmm. better grasp on, you know, kind of really what's going on out there. Uh, providing support and cutting-edge research in pain and addiction. A lot of people are looking, and right. we were just talking before the sure. show, sure. about holistic type of ways mm -hmm. to uh, alleviate pain. Absolutely. Um, acupuncture, right. um, these different uh, recce, I think that's what it's called. I, 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 I'm not really sure, but anyway, that's another uh, thing. And uh, herbs. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot of other different things. Um, and then, obviously, uh, better practices for pain management. Because sure. as we know, there's a big controversy out there Absolutely. about the, uh, the pharmacist and the yeah. doctors. It's very difficult. Not you know, pharmacist. and, and they're, they're taking a hit. You know, the, the medical profession, doctors, not so much the pharmacists, but definitely yeah, yeah. the doctors. Yeah. But, I mean, they're educated to, to help immediately and, and to alleviate pain. And I don't think they think beyond the, the initial... Um, you know, prescription they write. Yeah, exactly. But now they do. Now the education. I think out of all these five points here, yeah. the education is a big thing. And I really think we could have saved mm -hmm. a generation if this mm -hmm. was looked at 10 years ago. There's always been a, a, a very, as you know, I'm a yep. city yep. guy. Yep. There's always been a very severe um, 
opiate addiction. It was mostly heroin. It wasn't fentanyl. Yeah, Percocets. But, yeah, but you know, uh, Vicodin. A lot as a young as a young cop working the streets back in the '80s, uh, I can't tell you how many people uh, overdosed, and, mm. and and you know, uh, there would be from out of city or different towns. And it was never, it never was newsworthy. It never really made the news because it was somebody that it was always someone else's kid. But yeah. nowadays, mm. as we know, it's cops' kids, it's lawyers' kids, it's yeah. doctors' kids, it's yeah. anybody, it's yeah. your neighbor, it's your, it's the teacher's kid. And you know that this is the thing that all of a sudden society got on board. Unfortunately, you know we're losing people at a high rate, but I think it's, I think we're st- starting to reverse the curse. Yeah, and I think that um, you know as we come up with uh, new methods, and I hopefully um, the DA. And the local police, uh, I saw today uh, online also that uh, someone, um, they just arrested a, the guy down in Winthrop. So, uh, yeah, a million dollars and four yep. pounds of cocaine. Yep. And uh, it seems as they're uh, banging down doors again yep. and, um, you know, really, um, you know, putting a, putting a clamp on this, hopefully. Sure. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say was that um, right now, the, uh, all 50 states, are, they, they've come up with $485 million in grants to advance the uh, in base prevention and treatment activities. Right. So he's putting the money where his mouth is. Right. I mean, despite whatever you think, yeah, you know, they're putting the money out. Right. And, uh, and that's really what we need. We need funds. We, we, we need right. to be able to uh, take care of people, treat people. Not a lot of people, unfortunately, on the street have insurance. Nope. You know, most of these folks, unfortunately, they're not, uh, you know, they don't have high, you know, health insurance that's or any right. of that type of stuff. Most of these uh, treatment facilities, they do require some insurance. Absolutely. But now with grants and stuff like that, uh, hopefully we can get some um, some scholarships and things of that nature. Sure. Jeez, I meant to ask him when I was talking to him, too. I'm sure uh, maybe uh, Genesis House has thought of some of that stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, that, you know, I've used Genesis House probably, I'd say, for the past six years. Yeah. Uh, sent a lot of uh, people in law enforcement. Mm-hmm close friends, family, people down there. And, you know, they do a great job. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, to work the process, in other words, to start from point A where you make the phone call, you get the person on board to go, right, right. to get them there, it's, 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 there's a lot of work involved. Yes, exactly, you know? yeah. And, and just to get somebody that's ready to go, eager to go, now that's the big part. <laughs> yeah. Now you call and you, f- you find out some of these places, they don't want to take you, they, yeah. don't, they don't have the right insurance. Yep. So what do you got? You got somebody who's going to be resistant to going through this process again. Exactly. Sometimes you only get one shot again. Exactly. Involved, you know? No, I know, yeah. Well, unfortunately, so, as we know, yeah. So I can say one thing for Genesis House, and I know firsthand. And they're not a big conglomerate. They don't have five, six, seven places. They have one place. Yeah. You know, and they do a great job. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have them, um, you know, as a sponsor, but also as somebody, as, as, as a refuge and a place that we can use. Exactly. And, uh, by the way, uh, don't forget the uh, phone number there. What was it again? Yeah, the 1-800 number. Um, hold on. Is, is this... Yeah, eight hundred nine eight nine six five zero four. Correct. Listen, if you're having problems, if you're in trouble, if you're afraid, please call, reach out, call us, email us. What was that? I don't. I don't have the email there. What was that yeah, again? Well, we have. Uh, we have several emails actually. Okay. We have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have the uh, friends and recovery dot com. We have help and friends and recovery podcast dot com. Yeah. Yep. And. Um, Please reach out. Absolutely. Reach out. And if you have a family member or something or you're not sure, we'd love to answer questions. Right. I know Ed is uh, always up for answering questions. And, you know, if we can help anyone, we right. certainly would, you know. And on an individual, uh, you know, level, um, my, my cell phone is um, 978, I'm sorry, 978-833-0187. 978-833-0187. Nice. And the reason I give that out is because, 
you might need information. You might need someone to talk to that's going to be able to give you some, some opportunities to network and call some people. And, and it's good to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. And, you know, we, we put our money where our mouth is. We're here to help people. Exactly, exactly. The other, do we? Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Yep. And uh, we're going to take wow, a Wow, that was quick. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to Friends of Recovery Podcast live from the wonderful, beautiful Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Put that hammer down and check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is a weekly podcast where Tommy Two Shoes and No Nonsense Nance sit down with a different specialist every week. If you're tired of unvetted and uninsured contractors charging too much money for not enough quality, you need to check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast, the contractor's referral program. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is live on YouTube every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. or on demand on iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast catcher. Put that hammer down and don't do it yourself. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800 737 09 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Richie Lombardi, The Step Guy, joins us once a month on the second Tuesday where we plan to get in-depth with each of the 12 steps to recovery. Come get sober with the Friends in Recovery podcast and Rich, the step guy, Lombardi. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get this and every episode each and every week. Hey, welcome back. Yep. Friends in Recovery podcast, live from the Studio 21 podcast cafe. And I'm here with my good friend, Rich, and... Um, I think today we have a. You're going to be taking a head spot and doing a little. Uh, oh, I hope I can live up to the hype. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be difficult. You got hope more I can hair. Live than up. Him, I so. hear you. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, time. Uh, welcome to time. Uh, the time takes time portion of our show. Sponsored by the. Time. Takes time. Oh, I love singing to this. Time takes time. Wow, I feel like a real movie star. <laughs> time takes time portion of this show sponsored by Genesis House. This is where we ask our friends in recovery to email us your sober anniversaries so we can celebrate with you. Congratulations. Uh, I have some uh, folks here on my cell phone. Hang on a second. Uh, I got a, some people. Luckily, I have them on my cell yeah, phone. Some people uh, texted in. <laughs> got them, yeah. And I'd like to uh, congratulate Jason T. from New Jersey. Two years of recovery. Congratulations. John K. from Washington, D.C. Another two years. Wow, miracles. Erica Lafette from New Jersey, seven years. And uh, Mr. Groton, uh, no, Lou N from Groton, Connecticut, 11 months. 
And uh, Sarah T, <laughs> Providence, the big one. The big one. One year. Pizza. Congratulations. Congratulations. If you'd like to celebrate your anniversary with us, please email us your first name, last initial, city, state, anniversary date, uh, to help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Once again, help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Remember, time takes time. Sponsored by the Genesis House. And listen in your name in our upcoming shows. Very good. Rich. Congratulations. Ed will be very proud. I hope so. Yes, I hope so. I'm, I'm doing my best. Than he did. <laughs> time takes time. Hopefully he's not listening. No, hopefully he is. I'm sure he is. Um, so when we were away, um, I wanted to um, uh, talk a little bit about what they're doing, uh, the uh, Health and Human Services um, what are they doing about this crisis? Right. And so one of the things they're doing is they're improving access to the treatment and to the recovery services, promoting use of overdose reversing drugs, strengthening and understanding the epidemic through public health. Um, and then also here it says, what do, we, what do we know about the opioid crisis? Roughly 21 to 29% of the patients prescribed opiates for chronic pain misuse them. Another thing is between 8 and 12% develop an opioid disorder. So 21 out of 29 percent abuse them. Next thing you know, they got an opioid disorder. Four to six percent who misuse prescription opioids transition to heroin. Right. And so you can see the transition, right? They start, I, I talk to a lot of, uh, you know, I work at the, uh, the county sheriff's department. And as you know, uh, I talk, I, I do counseling and, and stuff. And uh, I talk to a lot of the, uh, the, the clients and um, you know, a lot of them have started with sport injuries, sure. you know, uh, football Most knees in high school or, you know, uh, car accidents. Yep. They, you know, they're, they're, they're prescribed these, uh, you know, Vicodin and these other painkillers. And uh, after a period of time, now they're out. Right. The doctor doesn't want to give them anymore. You know, maybe they still have pain. Maybe they don't. Now, all of a sudden, as you see, they begin to misuse them. And now they're on the street. Right. Now they're going to look. And it's hard to buy these pills on the street. Absolutely. It's a lot easier to buy 10 bags of heroin, unfortunately, yep. than it is to buy 10 pills. Absolutely. And it's cheaper, yep. sadly enough. And uh, it's more dangerous, too. Yeah. Because, you know, you, yeah. a, lot of the, uh, a lot of heroin laced with fentanyl. Yep. Fentanyl is a very, uh, very cheap. It's a very cheap to buy. And uh, cheap to make. Cheap, so, cheap and, to make. And, uh, and it's very yeah. dangerous. I mean, yeah. there's, exactly. there's no... Um, there's no getting around it. I mean, and people think they're doing one drug, and they're really not doing another, that correct. drug. And unfortunately, um, then they suffer uh, the consequences, as we know. You know. Um, about 80% of people who use heroin for the first time misuse prescription opioids. Opioid uh, overdoses increased 30% from July of 2016 to 2017 in 52 areas in 45 states. 30%. Just think of that. It's huge. Imagine if you had investments for 30%. Yeah, exactly. One year. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, be, it's unheard of. You're a very wealthy man. Yeah, yeah. 30%. That's, it's, it's crazy. And then in the Midwest region, saw overdoses increase by 70% from July 2016 to the 17th. And I was looking at a chart here just a few minutes ago in Massachusetts, um, right here from 2012 uh, to 2016, um, the um, it increased uh, from... 10.4% to 29.7% of overdoses in the, in the state. It just, I mean, it spiked. Up until that point, it was pretty level, and this is when the fentanyl came in. Right. So when the fentanyl came in, it just right. 
went through the roof, unfortunately. So they said 2016, there were 1,821 opioid-related overdoses in Massachusetts, a rate of 29.7% per 100,000 people. I'm not a big numbers guy and all that, but it's nice to know, like I said, educate ourselves and see what the true, true numbers are. Uh, compared to the national rate of 13.3 deaths per 100,000 persons, since 2012, deaths attributed to heroin overdose have increased 246 deaths to 630. So you see the big spike there. Right. And, it's, and listen, we're not trying to put the light on any particular state or anything like that. It just happens that I picked out that because I'm familiar with Massachusetts. A little bit about New Hampshire. Unfortunately, I just heard a report uh, in New Hampshire that the HIV now, yeah. because of the intravenous use, is skyrocketing right. through the roof. Something People are sharing needles. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, there's a lot of talk now about needle exchange. Sure. You know, it has its, um, you know, its controversies, its ups sure. and downs. Sure. Um, it has uh, some of that stuff. You know, you got some old school folks that, uh, you know, maybe aren't on board. But then, you know, listen, we gotta, we, we're trying to get them to transition, yeah, right? right? Well, that's From, the good news. You know, yeah. there, there is help, you know? Yeah. And nope. you, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to live that, that life of, uh, you know, teetering on death every day. You know, you, you decide to get help, and people like us will help you. Yeah, you know? exactly. People like exactly. Genesis help. Yeah, and you, you go know? either Genesis House or, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we have Anywhere. Uh, yeah, meetings. Any facility, right? Yeah, like, meetings, detoxes. Yeah, right. I mean, there, there is help available out there if we seek it. What do you think the biggest fear is, Rich? Let me just ask you a question. What do you think the biggest fear is for somebody that's addicted to opiates um, to, to stop? You know, what is their biggest fear? Getting sick. Correct. Right, they get sick because right. this, uh, this, right. this particular drug attacks your central nervous right. system, right. Um, and um, the only way you feel good right. is when you're using. Right, and I've spoken to you a know? doctor a few months back, uh, yeah. several months ago, and we talked about recovery. And he was telling me, which was a very interesting fact, that alcoholics, severe alcoholics, chronic alcoholics, yeah. um, they can actually die by stopping drinking. Exactly. Most people that are using opioids, they're not going to die. They're going to be sick. Yeah. They're going to be in pain. But their organs aren't going to shut down. Right. They're exactly. going to be miserable. They're yeah. going to be sick. They're going to have the right. hearts, the cold right. sweats, right. you know, and, the other yeah. things. And I think, you know, knowing that, knowing that it's going to be a period of time, you know, three days, seven days, 11 days, who knows? It's going to be... Around two weeks. Yes. Of, 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 and, and every day it'll be a little bit better, a little bit better. Exactly. But you're not going to die. Yeah. Now, you take someone who's a chronic alcoholic and you put them in a hospital setting and don't give them anything, they, they could die right away, you know? Yeah, causes seizures Correct. and uh, other Correct. things. Your organs can shut down. Right. Um, and uh, so they need to kind of right. be transitioned through that. Right. So my point is basically... Uh, if you're listening to the show or if, if you know somebody, you know, yeah, there, there's going to be a, some turbulence and there's going to be some, uh, some sick and suffering moments. But coming out the other end, that's what's important. You get your life back. You get back on track. You oh. know, you oh. know j just to have a normal life, just to have a normal 24 hours without stealing, lying, cheating, you know, taking money, spending money, whatever. Just having a... One day and then another day. You put one foot in front of the yeah. other. Days and, turn and into weeks. Yes, uh, and uh, it's, it, it really is the, the feelings of uh, hope in that are, like, immediate. Correct. Just like when you used Correct. the first time, right? The first time you used, you got Bingo. that immediate yep. effect. Yep. You know, you chase that effect, right. and then, you know, you're, the, 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 you're on, and then, you know, now you, right. you give yourself a chance. You come down. You get healthy again, right. and, like, it's, like, immediate. Right. And don't be afraid. You know what I tell people all the time is, where do you start? Well, you mm. know what? 
you can start with your own doctor. You yeah. can start with an emergency room. You can start by going to an AA or an NA meeting. Talk to people that are recovering. Exactly. It's not mystery. It's not rocket science. You know, you can just do it. We have these phones. These phones are amazing. All you got to do is hit Siri. You can ask any question in the world. Yeah. You can get help. There's plenty of help. You know, and you can't be, you, you can't be playing Russian roulette with this disease because basically. That's what it is. Yeah, well, as we know, it's, you know, uh, alcoholism and drug addiction is a threefold disease, right? It's physical, mental, and spiritual. It certainly is. And so we want to physically get off the stuff, yeah. right? We, and we're going to need help with that. Absolutely. You know, some people I hear, you know, they talk about, you know, detoxing themselves. If you're an alcoholic, don't detox no, yourself don't detox because yourself. you could die. Right. And if you're a heroin addict, right. I don't suggest you detox yourself no, either. Absolutely but not. if that's what it takes, right. uh, you know, a couple of days and get, get, just get over that little thing. We can't do it alone. Right. I mean, th there are other you methods. Know? There's Vivitrol. There's, there's Suboxone. There's, yeah, that's you know, later on methadone, a little bit, I think. Right. You know? But I mean, just to get well. Just yeah. To get, just to get well. No you question. You can do it. Anyone can do it. Yep. I've done it. You've yep. done it. Many people have done it. No question. It can be done. And, you know, it's not it's not a mystery. It, it doesn't take anyone that's strong. It, you don't have to be physically strong or emotionally or mentally no, strong. No, it's not a moral no, thing. It's not, no, it's not a moral. People have no. it on a moral they issue. They do. They really lot, do. Right? And uh, right. it's not. Right. It's not because you're a good guy or a bad no. girl or whatever. It's, it's a, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a real thing. That's right. You know, and, yeah. um, you know, you brought up the, um, the uh, harm reduction. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously with this new opioid crisis, or not new, but, you know, opioid crisis the way it is, um, you know, harm reduction is coming to the forefront with the Vivitrol and the Suboxins right. and the opioids, right. which are a bridge. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully they're a bridge with a little counseling, a little therapy, right? right? Um, and then eventually, uh, you know, the goal obviously hopefully would be to be abstinent and then, right. you know, move on with your life and not have to depend right. on any type of drug. You know, we were talking about that earlier, just about arthritis or about sure, chronic sure, pain sure. or any of that type of stuff. Right. No one really wants to be uh, take a medication for the rest no. of their life, you know? And no matter how sick I've ever been, especially in early recovery, how bad I felt, how emotionally spent, you know, everything. Broke, no job, depressed. I've never ever left a meeting, an AA meeting or an NA meeting, mostly AA. Yep, yep. Feeling worse than when I walked in. I always feel better. There's always a spark of hope. There's something there, and I really believe that that's the, like you said, threefold disease: physical, mental, spiritual. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking. I don't care. Your, your spirituality it can be calmer. It can be anything. Your higher yeah, power. Buddha, whatever. whatever. It doesn't matter. But I can tell you, the people in those halls, they've been there. They're there to help you. They need you. They want you. They love you. That, yeah, that's oh what yeah. they say. Oh yeah, and yeah, and, and they mean it. You know, some of my uh, closest friends um, ha have been in the program and helped me out immensely over the years. You know, s being so sober one day at a time—that's the way to live. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I got—I I could tell stories all day about yeah. people that have recovered and about like uh, being in. You know, it doesn't matter whether you come from Yale from or you come from jail. You know, we got—we were talking earlier. You know, we have doctors that are heroin. You know, that are heroin addicts. Yeah. We have doctors that uh, you know are addicts. We have Our lawyers. Problems. You know, we have you know uh, people uh, who live on the street, homeless people. So I mean, it's, a, it's it's such a various. It just—it's it's, an inclusive disease. Yeah. You know what? It, it, it can get anybody. Yeah, and I was just looking at this. I was saying, it says, the, it, 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 across America, the bonds of family, faith, work, community are fraying and fracturing because right. of this thing. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it, it affects everything in our life. Sure. Uh, sure. And so uh, it, 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 we detach from happiness and driven by drugs and get caught in the cycles of hopelessness and addiction. Sure. Um, but then we start to repair the broken bonds. Sure. Right? And that's what and recovery is all about. That's what we're here. Oh, that's what we're yeah. about. Well, yeah. this has been a great show. Oh yeah, I appreciate you wow. coming in today. I know you're the, uh, I know you're the step guy, but oh, today yeah. you came yeah. in and you were the. Uh
knowledgeable guy with all these facts. Wow, and facts and figures. I don't know, right. man. I don't, I don't even know who I'm, who I am anymore. <laughs> hey, that, that's it for today's show. We have Friends of Recovery broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Don't forget, you can reach us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com or call us at the 800 number, 1-800-989-6504. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and be sure you like us and subscribe. Come get sober with us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.